Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Chris Bond. Hey, Chris, how are you? Doing great. Glad to be here. It's great to have you, Chris. We are speaking to Chris about probably the hottest topic in every leadership room in the country, which is talent and how we harness it, how we recruit it, how we grow it and teach it. And so we're going to go through that in more detail. Chris Bond is the CEO of Blue Water which is a consulting partner for learning and talent management that brings deep expertise for the selection, implementation, and operation of learning and talent management systems in order to deliver business results. And we'll go into Blue Water in more detail. But before we get there, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Great. Thanks. It's it's interesting. I never thought that I would find myself being in the learning and talent space. In fact, I went to Baylor University for uh, to be in real estate and uh, finance. My wow. dad said, go, go get into finance and banking. That's where all the money is. And so <laughs> I followed that. And somehow, not too long after I got out of college, I found my way into this company that was delivering learning via satellite into automotive dealerships and got to sp- have a great career there really beginning to learn what was vital and important about people and talent and how do you run business and operation and organization. Uh, And then after uh, a lot of fun in the dot-com era, I I decided that I was going to start Blue Water back in 2003. So almost 19 years ago. Wow, what a ride. helping people select, implement, and operate learning and talent technologies, which means that's everything that, that you know, I love to get involved with, which is how do you find people? How do you recruit people? How do you onboard them? How do you develop them? How do you give them a career for the future in a way that's going to positively impact not only their lives, but also their business as well? well so, well, so been, let's, it's been a... It's been a fun career and doing a whole lot of unique, interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, um, it's, if you talk to any person, if you scratch the surface with any, any executive, they're, they're thinking about uh, talent management right now. It's a big, big topic everywhere. You know, when we see American unemployment rates at, a, at an all-time low and really trying to manage people's careers after coming out of the pandemic. Tell me a little bit about what's the latest with Blue Water and maybe some of the new things that you guys are working on. Well, the, I think the real big issue, and you were, you were beginning to lean on that in terms of leaders, is how do we find great people? Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about finding great people, I think historically that would have meant let's go outside the company and let's go find great people to recruit and bring into the company. We, the, the mix there was really about 80-20. 80% of recruiting was external, 20% was internal. But now that's got to shift. 
because of the tightness of the labor market that you were talking about, uh, but also the ability to go look at skills that people have in order to be able to do jobs that are changing every six months, it's yeah. much more effective to go find people inside organizations to be able to help them. So we've now seen a shift to where 60% of what's going on from a recruiting standpoint is happening inside the organization, 40% external. So you still got to bring in new talent, but how do we go look at those individuals inside a business, identify them, find them, and then develop them to get them to a point that they're really going to be able to have a great job for themselves. And they're going to do wonderful good for the organization and the customers that the organization serves. So we look at that as a product of how do you recruit people, develop people, and then promote them and put them on career paths that allow you to go recruit them, develop them, and continue to grow in that particular, that particular process. So I would say the one new big trend with all that in mind is this idea of a talent marketplace. This really is a talent-driven economy. As much as we want to automate, we want to try to get things to be more mechanized, more automation in terms of process, it still takes people to go transact commerce in the global economy today. And those people are critical. And yeah, finding yeah. great people is not easy. Developing great people, not easy. And it's something that we're really encouraging a lot of executives to consider putting more and more investment in versus, versus less investment or even keeping it flat. So yeah. the idea of how do we go in and create a talent marketplace to be able to turn individuals into actual candidates for potential jobs and market to them and then develop them. That's where that's where Blue Water is sitting today. We're all about trying to help organizations. I that. love that. I love what you're saying, Chris, because I, I do think that uh, perhaps it's because of the the short time frame that businesses have to really hit results. Leaders tend to focus on, okay, I gotta get, I gotta get these people in quickly and uh, then we'll flip it and then we'll move forward. And really what you're, you're highlighting is really building these people, training them, assessing their levels and, mm -hmm. and seeing if they, they can, can move up is absolutely critical for the lifeblood of organizations. You know, it's be curious uh, what you guys are doing in that space. Well, it, it, first, there's a great business case for it, right? As an executive, it's actually a lot cheaper to develop people and grow them internally than it is to begin to go hire people externally. In mm -hmm. fact, just a quick antidote, we look at that and, and we've got one client that, that actually went out and did a little bit of study and they found that they were spending almost twice as much on hiring new candidates that would come in that would have almost the same skills as somebody in the job, they would still have to develop them. And then it just the economics were out of balance, they started focusing internally. So a couple of things around what are we doing? Uh, first, there's a resource gap with a lot of our clients that they're not actually able to go transact that part of the employment business, where they're recruiting and development and promoting we're actually providing resources, hands-on keyboards, helping them operate systems and technologies. The second thing we're doing is we're going back and we're helping optimize that technology. So how do you take what you already have? Don't 
don't immediately go out and think, oh, I'm going to add new technology and that's going to solve my problem. Because again, it's a people problem, not a technology yeah. problem. But we can help you optimize that technology in order to get the greatest value and minimize the people effort uh, that it takes to actually run that. And then the final thing is we're doing a lot around innovation. Everything in the learning and talent space is an ecosystem. How you connect that, how you share data, how you manage the analytics and reporting of the information that informs future decisions, all really, really critical. So three pieces, we're providing resources, optimization, and we're innovating like crazy to be able to help organizations, again, get the most out of the technology yeah, that yeah. they've already got in place. Hopefully yeah. that makes it simpler for them to execute on the business at hand. I love it because one of the things I see a lot of times is, and I think we've all fallen prey to this, you see a beautiful piece of technology and it seems to be the answer to all of our, <laughs> all of our problems, but you, you, then you suddenly find out that nobody's using it so, uh, or, or it's getting used incompletely and uh, really getting these things to work and, and structuring processes is really, really key. So I'm going to ask you to kind of play a bit of a role of, you know, the, a guru in this, the broader talent marketplace. You know, we're living in this amazing moment where uh, the topic of talent has been raised, you know, obviously early on in the pandemic, there were massive concerns about layoffs. And then now that we're coming out of the pandemic, there are no people for, for various positions and for various jobs. What do you make of that marketplace and how should leaders be thinking about it? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, overall, I think there's a couple of things that you have to get right as an organization. One, you have to set the right culture. You have to set a culture that really is going to include everybody in the process, but is going to be one that strives for differentiating results not just financial results. Mm -hmm. If you can create the right culture, that's stage number one and what you need to do in order to be able to attract the right people. The second is you do have to think about the marketplace for talent. And the shift is now, don't just put up an application, but how do you actually market to people well in advance of when they would apply to your company? How do you show them opportunities? How do you show them long-term career growth? How do you show things that are different? Certainly money and salary is always one of those things that people will be competitive on, but that's a short-term deal. The longer term is showing what the value is for working at your particular business. Right. The third piece is you have got to focus on developing your internal team, your internal bench, and how that team is going to help you progress in the future. One of the crazy things that we're seeing with our clients, there are jobs that every six months, the skills that somebody had at the moment that they took that job no longer apply to a particular position. Yeah. Imagine that. That's frustrating for the employee. That's frustrating for the manager, but it's also negatively effective for the organization. You have to deal with that a little bit differently. And, and so you, that development and ongoing development of individuals and modifying and changing and adapting skills, there's always going to be a place for great people inside your business. But you what, have what would be to your find thought? a way I to mean, be able to do that. 
Chris, I mean, what would be your thought on how much time should be allocated for training of talent, you know, uh, in just kind of a, on, on an annual basis? Yeah, I think, I think at least 10% okay. of an individual's time has got to be devoted to some level of education, knowledge transfer, development, and that even I would include compliance training in there. There's information in compliance training, which everybody hates, that you have to do, but can be informational and can produce results out of an individual. But I think 10% of your time at a minimum is what needs to be allocated. So we think about that. I mean, that's 200 hours a year for an individual on a job that's training. I think the result though, in the business case is the productivity levels and the ability to retain that employee are gonna far outweigh the expense of the time and training delivery. And we see a lot of organizations that are, that are at 15 to 20% of their time in development. So uh, 10 for me would be on the low end. Great question though. Yeah, no, it's, it's an important one. I think as people model things out, you know, I, it's always the, always that balancing act when you look at the forecast for the following year. And mm -hmm. uh, I always try to make sure that we, we provide that wiggle room, really. I think that's absolutely critical. So yeah. let me change the gears a little bit, Chris. You know, the last couple of years have been an interesting moment for all of us. And uh, certainly I'm just curious to see kind of what learnings and outcomes have impacted Blue Water and, and perhaps opportunities that are presenting themselves. Well, I think the, the biggest thing that we look back at the past two to almost three years is the value of people. I think organizationally, there were, there were companies that we worked with that, you know, turn and burn on the employees was kind of the name of the game, but they've altered and adjusted that. And we've worked together to go look at and help identify what the value is that of that employee is. I think that's number one. The second thing is we're seeing more constant conversations that are being mandated in organizations between leadership, management, and frontline employees. So a lot of activity around how do we do things a little bit differently and staying connected and communicating. It's not just, hey, throw Chris out and go do the job, but let's really create that environment. I think the one of the things I mentioned earlier, the third one is culture. Culture is absolutely critical. And there were some wonderful cultures that were developed during that time. In fact, one of the things we did was we developed what we called the Blue Water Way. 18 core principles that we're going through with our team every single week, there's a different principle. And we re-educate and we talk about it and then use it to hold each other accountable. I think those cultural items where it really begins to be not just, hey, here's the rules, but here's the way we do things. Here's what's important about who we are. And let's have some fun with it uh, along the same way. And, and then I think the final piece is I wrap that all together and kind of coming back to how critical people are, is that if we focus internally on our people first, mm -hmm. they'll do an amazing job to take care of our clients. If the focus is all about the clients, then we're going to minimize and miss our people. And we've got to focus on, on 
the people in the organization and caring for them and taking care of them. Um, in fact, one of our internal mission statement at Blue Water is that Blue Water exists to help companies care for and develop their people for the future of their business and the transformation of the world. We believe in that because if you'll really take care of and love on and educate uh, people, then the world's always going to be a better place. And I think yeah. history shows that we want to be a real big part of that. I love that. I do think that uh, probably a lot of times people get lost in focusing only on the customer and they and they forget uh, the impact, the negative impact it can have on the customer if you don't have that culture right. And I, I love the idea of the blue water way. So Chris, tell me a little bit about 2022 for you guys. How is this shaping out and what, what do you see on the horizon? You know, 2022 looks like it's going to be another transition. And the main reason is the gap that a lot of our clients have in people. Uh, they just don't have enough people to execute. And, and we're seeing that uh, very, very consistently, which is great for us because we do have people to help execute on a lot of the business around learning and talent and that entire recruit, promote, develop and promote set of activities. So we're seeing that there's that that talent shortage is now starting to have some impacts on business, but it's a great place for us to be able to fit in. The second thing is we are seeing more and more executives to one of your questions earlier, more, more and more executives are out there saying we have to develop, we have to invest here. Yeah. We have to put, we have to put more in place, which is taking the shortened resources and putting a increased volume on those particular indiv individuals to be able to go look at what that future is for their individuals. And then the final thing is 2022 is going to be transitionary or transitory because we're moving into more and more of this skills-based economy mm. where identification and development of skills around people becomes very, very important. And so when we're thinking about that, I know a lot of individuals will come in um, and, and I spoke to a group of small businesses last week and they're thinking, well, that's for the big guys. It can't just be for the big guys. It's got to be for the small guys. In fact, I would, I would argue that companies that are between 100 and 5,000 employees, it's critical to get culture right, to get yeah. the skills development right, to get that engagement with people right in a way that's going to help to grow your business. And if you have too few resources, reach out to Blue Water. We'll help you provide resources. Let's go find a way to be able to help you execute on business. This is just a great, great opportunity to change the way we do things yeah. in 2022 and come out of the backside of this better than we started everything back in 2019 or where Blue Water started back in 2003 as well. Yeah, well, we'll be continuing the transition to this brave new world. And Chris, thank you so much for outlining everything you guys are working on and giving us a an overview on the broader talent marketplace and some of the challenges that leaders are facing and, and the ways that they can start to think through some of those challenges. If someone wants to learn more about Blue Water, where should they find you? Well, they can, a couple of places. First, uh, we're on, just go to our website at bluewaterlearning.com. Uh, you can also find me in, on LinkedIn. Would love for you to reach out, me, out to me personally. So Chris Bond, uh, 
CEO Blue Water, uh, and it'll probably show up as Blue Water Learning, but go go connect with me, ask questions, let's have conversations. And then we've got an entire just amazing team to be able to take care of you from there as well. Excellent. Well, we've been speaking with Chris Bond. It's been an insightful conversation. He's the CEO of Blue Water, which is a consulting partner for learning and talent management that brings deep expertise for the selection, implementation, and operation of learning and talent management systems. This is a very, very key area. I'd say probably the key area that uh, every leader is focusing on today. Chris, thank you so much for joining us on Uncage, and we look forward to having you back. Great. Thanks for the time. Great to be here. Cheers. Bye-bye.